Okay, aqui. Bem-vindo. This is what a crocodile sounds like. Intergalactic beings of multi-dimensional realities. Welcome to Channeling. Why, hello there. Yada, 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 yada. This is Gwen Juvenal and her guides. We've got a fun episode here for you today. We're going to be talking about masculine, feminine. We're going to be doing some shadow work. It's going to be fun. It's going to be crazy. It's not going to be crazy. It's just going to be soul play. Yes, with Rakaya Mitchell. So sit back and relax. This is a long episode and it's going to be worth it. Let's listen in to some awesome soul play. Hello, everyone. I hope that you enjoyed our last episode where we entered into a process where we were working with our definition ties. I'm here with Rakaya Mitchell, and we're going to talk about what shadow work is for her, a somatic tantric coach, and we're going to do some ourselves. I get to bring up something deep within me, Rakaya guiding me through. I hope this will be a great example of what this kind of process could do for you and the immediate sense of shift within your body, soul, and experience. Recognize that I am opening and sharing something very intimate with you. You will note me breathing heavily, crying, But really, I feel the container that was held here was beautiful, was grounded, and offers a great example for people who may be curious as to what this kind of experience might hold for them. So now, in love, compassion, and tenderness, I offer up this experience that occurred between me and Rakaya Mitchell. Enjoy. Hello, Rakaya Mitchell. Welcome to channeling. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for being with me today. It's been a privilege to get to know you a little bit more and um, and like have kind of, I feel like I have a certain entrance into a certain area of life because I know you, if that makes sense. And um and you'll probably understand that by the questions that I ask you today, because I was guided before I came on. My guides were like, Gwen, you get to ask these questions that you've always wanted to ask someone, but you felt really there was no one there to receive them. Mm-hmm. And now I'm sitting here with you, this beautiful goddess who brings forth Uh, the right for people to be in their bodies, to be present with each other, and to understand what their pleasure is, how to relate to each other in honesty. And like, you're sitting right here with me, and I'm getting to have a conversation with you. And I'm so excited. 
for this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. Well, I love that you feel comfortable and safe to ask me anything. Mm -hmm. And I'm honored to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm, I am so grateful too. And I, I just want you to share a little bit of, of how you present yourself to the world. So people know how to connect in with you, what you see your mission is and, and what you, what you bring with you, wherever you go. What is Rakaya's world? Mm. Well, yeah, for a long time, I was hiding what I do for a living because it is so taboo, especially here locally where we are in Utah. Mm -hmm. But that's the topic of sexuality, sacred sexuality. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've studied in Tantra, I've studied in yoga, Kundalini yoga, and Taoism. And then I became certified as a sex and intimacy coach. And to me, that kind of suddenly, for whatever reason, validated (laughs) (laughs) what I had already been offering and doing and bringing to the world in a way that was more, uh, just felt a little bit more like I could be me and be seen and be visible in the world and feel kind of protected in that sense. So, yeah, so I work with sacred sexuality. I work with... um, a lot of people call it sexual dysfunction, although I don't like that verbiage. They yeah. believe that all of us are intrinsically whole and that we get to really just reclaim our wholeness. And that's what it's about, is just stripping away the layers of conditioning mm-hmm. of what we've been taught to believe is true about ourselves, about our relationship with ourselves and others, and about our bodies, about sexuality, all of it. Yeah. And that's a, a really big world that starts at such a young age, perhaps even in the womb. Uh, because I know I even now can recollect kind of the first things that I started to understand or conceive about what I knew life to be while I was in the womb. And mm-hmm. the energies that um, I felt between my mother and father, which were my primary caregivers, the ones to bring me into the world and say, this is what the world is, young one, and we'll be here and watch you as you grow, you know, like these essential figures that are part of the process of me developing my own identity. Like I could feel the influence of the ideas of what masculine and feminine were and sex is and what felt good and what wasn't appropriate and um, what people were afraid of. And so I, I felt this from a very young age, I guess. Do people that you work with recognize how young they can start tapping into these things? Mm, I love that you brought that up, especially when you mentioned from from birth and really even before birth, because, and to answer your question, you know, that is my hope is that people can understand and recognize that a lot of the conditioned imprints around pleasure and sexuality really actually start when we're pretty young Mm -hmm. and even before we're born sometimes. So I think that it's such an important piece and that's why the coaching methodology particularly has supported me so much because I've learned how to 
access inner child healing for people, how to help them access those parts as well, and mm-hmm. and really reclaim those parts of us that were lost, stolen, taken from us, you know, that were stripped away by the conditioned imprinting of culture and society and religion. Yeah. I feel that's fascinating. And what what an amazing gift you can offer people. And we can sit here and talk about it. <laughs> we can sit here and talk about this inner child work and, and everything that goes along with it. But it's one thing to experience it for yourself, to be with a practitioner. And I love how you talk about you you as a coach and a facilitator. I love the word facilitator because I think... There's a certain place where teaching and telling people information and how something is, is appropriate. But this is an area where the key and the magic in our lives and what we learn comes from our experience and like being Mm -hmm. willing to enter back into an experience, even if it's really uncomfortable or we feel like, oh my gosh, we're entering into the dark. I don't know what this is. Is there really anything here? I I don't know why I have to do this. I think for me, sometimes I've gone through a lot of healing processes and I approach and I come to him and sometimes I'm like, again? Oh, I, I get to go into the dark again. I get to see into something anew again. And, um, but I'm always gifted with something as I do that. There's always mm-hmm. some kind of intelligence that opens up to me when I do that. And I'm being daring right now. I didn't plan on doing this. When we first met, we met at a beautiful festival together, and I entered into a couple of your classes. And there was one point where you ended up at a class where another uh, tantric teacher was, which was kind of interesting for me to be sitting right next to you, knowing that you are a Tantra teacher, and she was, but how you respected her in her class, I felt was so beautiful. You know, I could tell that you were honoring her way, and how she wanted to share with people, and the process that was unfolding for her. But I sat with you, and after everything was done, you turned to me and you're like, Gwen, how was that for you? (laughs) 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 And and I was allowed to express some things that were coming up for me. And it's kind of interesting because now in the space that I'm at now, I don't even remember what that was. I know since then so much has moved through me, but I feel, I feel a, I don't know, a offering or would you be willing to enter into that space with me for just a little bit today and I guess you could say coach me through me looking into the dark if that makes any Mm. sense to you yeah yeah this is a big part of what I do is what's called shadow work a lot of people are familiar familiar with that term Mm-hmm. And I I love being the shepherd to take people into their own shadows mm-hmm. in a very safe way because a lot of times when 
I find that a lot of times people do shadow work or it's in and, and it's sometimes in an environment or a, or a community that isn't very safe. And it just like pains me because it can be re-traumatizing to the person. And so I, I would be delighted to take you into the dark, as you put it, and whatever mm-hmm. that gets to look like. Yeah. And by the way, the spiral that you were mentioning earlier, it reminded me of one of my Tantra teacher trainings. Uh, one of the processes in that was called the spiral of life, where we circle around and we have a tendency to perpetually circle around the same um, wounds that show up, the patterns that show up in our lives in different ways. And we're able to access new levels of awareness and capacity around that lesson every time we circle around that spiral. And so I just really recognize you because I can tell that you have done a lot of work and you're still courageous and brave enough to open up wholeheartedly and trust that there gets to be more integration that is done. So thank you for asking. Yeah, no, I feel it right now. This is something I wasn't expecting while coming into this interview with you, if we can call it that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, I'm feeling a real tenderness right now as I'm opening my heart. And I realize that I do get to share some things that are tender to me, but I am, I am brave enough in claiming them in my life. And I think now, right now is the time where I do, I claim it in a, in a, Mm -hmm. doesn't have to be a, like, I'm here, but in a true honoring voice, this is the truth of my world. This Mm -hmm. is who I am. This is what I experience. And I get to honor it. You know, and it doesn't have anything to do with anyone else out here. It has to do with me, mm-hmm. for me. So I remember a part of what was occurring. Um, and I remember feeling a lot of pain surrounding what what is known as squirting. If you're familiar with mm-hmm. that. Um, and of course you are, because we've chatted about it a little bit. But right now, I'm I'm not necessarily wanting to get into the particulars of how that works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think for me, um, what I'm feeling is there's a part of me that I've shoved into the darkness. And this is what we talked to. There's a part of me, a part of my intelligence and myself that I've shoved into the darkness because I haven't felt safe for it to mm-hmm. be in front of people. Mm. Like I told myself either I wasn't safe or it was too painful for others to see that in me. And therefore I hid it away. I hid it away because I didn't, as a little girl, you you do not want to intend to hurt anyone. This is not the intention of my life, you know? And so I think this is kind of a natural response to to this experience in my life. Me wanting to sexually and energetically own my true feminine flow, you know, Mm -hmm. the softness of what I am and asking for things and wanting Mm -hmm. them. This energy, I think, has been pushed back in me. So I guess this is 
this is what I'm bringing forward and and I'm handing it off to you <laughs> Rakaya mm -hmm. and let's let's see where we go well, first of all, Gwen, I want to truly and deeply recognize and honor you for bring, bringing your authentic truth in a public space. Just the fact that you have gotten to a point where you're willing to brave this in front of other listening ears is just phenomenal. And I deeply respect you for that because this is something that is these are the permission slips that we give each other when we can be completely open and authentic with our truth that is rippling out somewhere to someone or multitudes of people and literally handing them a permission slip and validation and acceptance for who they are and who they get to be too mm -hmm. so i just want to honor and acknowledge that first thank you and yeah. And the other thing that jumped out at me was this fear, like this hiding that part of you. And then like a fear of asking is what I'm hearing, fear of asking for what mm -hmm. you just truly desire. Mm -hmm. And I think especially for, for women, that is a very typical condition of we've been conditioned as the people pleaser mm -hmm. <laughs> and men do. But um, yeah, I really am just holding you right now on any and all emotions that come up for you. And I want you to just take a moment to, as you're doing, placing your hand on your heart and just closing your eyes and just feeling what those emotions are right now. And you can just speak them out loud. Yeah, I, a tremendous amount of compassion came up and, and sadness around me feeling like I could not express my desires. I'm, I'm being pulled right back into early childhood and like just simple requests. Me, me asking or wanting to ask for them being, bringing so much pain to my parents. Um, and just feeling like I, I couldn't do that, that I was a burden that even though they loved me, that the care for me, like they didn't, it was like they were telling me that there wasn't, there wasn't enough in life for me. Mm. This is a statement. Wow, I haven't heard the statement before within me that there isn't enough in life for you. And my... Hmm, like I get to got to live a life hiding and taking the scraps from what was left over mm. from life in order for me to survive and that this was how life was and that I got mm -hmm. to accept that and I got to accept that in order for them to not feel pain. Yeah. Yeah. Doing, you're doing great. Keep taking it moment by moment and breathing into that. And how old is this little girl? Four. I am now in a place. I am so pissed. I am so fucking angry. Like, I feel like I'm in a, in the dark and I just want to, like, bang on the walls and say, let me out. 
like, let me out. Let Mm -hmm. me out. I don't belong here. Let me out. I don't belong here. This is not my home. Let me out. Let me out. How old are you here? I'm... I'm young. I I don't feel an age even, even though I can say I'm four. I feel like the expression of me being able to say, let me out, is at four years old. Like I'm able to express, let me out. But I feel it. I felt it all the way through. It's like suddenly that I could, I could come up with those words and I could hit on something at that age. I'd love to invite you into something that um, may or may not feel comfortable for you in this moment. So I want to just check in with that with you. If you physically right now will make the movements like you're pounding on the walls, like let me out. And you can say that as well again. Let me out. Let me out. I don't belong here. Let me out. Let me out. Let me out. I don't belong here. Let me out. Let me out. Let me out. I don't belong here. I don't belong here. (laughs) That's awesome. And see the walls like breaking apart, falling away. See yourself being freed by this motion. Oh my gosh. I'm feeling the most amazing thing. Just my hands, you know, they're they're in these fists and I feel I'm banging on something, but it's like I'm grabbing a hold of something too. I'm grabbing a hold of something at the same time and I feel the energy, the life in it, even though I'm in the dark room. And as I'm shaking, you know, I'm shaking my hands. It's like suddenly like this whole world is coming alive for me. It's like yeah. now is coming to light. I mean, and it's like they're like it's like this whole like cacophony of like angels and like everything. And they're just like we're here. We are here. We are here. We are here. We are here. Now you see us. We're here. Where do you think you're going? Where do you think you can go? Like like we're already yeah. here. Like yeah (laughs) it's kind of so interesting you know to feel that i'm pounding against and it suddenly is like oh my gosh i see the life that's here (sighs) that's here but i felt separate and but i'm holding on and i'm feeling it it's like i want to just hold my hands in a fist and like hold and feel that connection you know yeah so go ahead and do that yeah, I'm like, as I move, I can feel it stronger. I can feel it stronger. I can feel it stronger. It's like the presence of that can become stronger and stronger and stronger. And maybe even ask them if there's some other, if there are any messages for you to take with you, or if you're just meant to be in this part of the process, that's fine too. <sighs> Yes. What what am I supposed to be here as? They're laughing. They're like, you're doing great, Gwen. Like, you really are. <laughs> it's like you're a locomotive. Yeah. You're a locomotive and you're moving. And this, they're saying this motion is important. This is a part of like your experience of this kind of a life is you get to choose your motion. You get to come up. You get to feel your boundaries. You get to feel what is on the other side. It's good. Don't be afraid of being mad. Don't be afraid of reaching out. Don't be afraid of moving forward. Of having this emotion in your life of, of like choosing to yes 
I'm going somewhere, I'm going somewhere, and this is your choice. So keep on doing this, Gwen. They're just like encouraging me and say, just be the choo-choo train. You're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you are. You're doing great. And it's it's really, really impressive how well you're adapting this this work into your physical body right now. And I'm curious if you feel it elsewhere besides just your fists, if it's like starting yeah. to feel... Yeah, what are you feeling in your body? I'm feeling it. It kind of enters into my creative center in my solar plexus area, and then it's coming up. So it's like I'm feeling the motion, like it's it's you know it's a circle. It's going down and you know kind of like you're churning it, opening it. it. Yeah, it's opening yeah. up into me. Yeah. Ooh, that's so powerful. I can definitely feel it as well as you move your body. <sighs> it's feeling good. I'm. I know. I'm like. I'm feeling. I'm feeling kind of this energetic opening in my body. It's like. <sighs> Just keep it going. Keep it going as long as that feels good to you. It'll start to slow down, and then you'll notice, like, okay, it feels like it's integrating. Yep. And then yep. just have, a, just have a little rest. Uh huh. Yeah, I feel it kind of opening in my whole body and my system. It's like, ah, oh, there's like this more openness there, here. And do you see any colors or images or um, symbols or anything like that? Just curious, curious yeah, if you do. There's, um, it's like I'm trying to make it out. There's like a cacophony of all these different voices and um feels like lifetimes like um of young of me being young and like learning and growing it's like the space of of youngness and me like trying to understand and dissect what the world is like what life is and it's kind of I'm feeling presence around it and I'm I mean there there's some there's some colors and stuff I'm feeling orange and yellow and and then it goes into blue and all that but really I'm being with I'm feeling a life I'm feeling I'm in I grew up for many years in a town called Mapleton. It's a small, small town, kind of a sleepy town. And we had in the back of our, the place that we rented, which was a farm, there were alfalfa fields. And there was a big place where they hold like wheat or grains or things like that. And I told this story when I was with you on the first class I attended where I climbed up the top of that and I looked out on the world. But then I was so scared because I couldn't get down because uh, the the rungs, the metal rungs were so far apart. I was scared I couldn't reach the rungs going down. And so my dad had to come and rescue me from being mm -hmm. on top of it. <laughs> but I'm I'm standing in this field now and I feel like I'm older. I'm like but I feel like I'm a boy and I'm looking out on the fields and I'm like 11, 12. 
and I'm looking out on the fields and there's this, ah, there's this new sensation in me of the honor of the work it took to plant these fields and what comes from them. Like I am a, a part of the farmers, I'm a part of the family that makes this field plentiful, you know, that has a crop. And I'm feeling this sensation of recognition of the process of work. And that there are moments in it that are uncomfortable. But I can honor them. And they don't have to be something that's bad that I wasn't meant to experience. That I'm older now and I see the process and I can honor that there are times that I like, I get to step up and be stronger than I think I am. Mm -hmm. That I get to be and that when I do so I can see I am a piece of what brings about the crop from yeah. being harvested censoring I don't know why this is coming up but it's I'm here with it and it's interesting to feel that one thing I find interesting is that you were mentioning in the beginning, and you can stay with that visual, uh -huh. but in the beginning you mentioned something about masculine and feminine, and now you're seeing yourself as a little boy. Yeah. And I'm just curious if this is like a, a, a more of a like larger perspective that you're able to offer your younger self as well as your, your different ma masculine feminine sides as well. Yeah. This is somehow tying it all together in a deeper level of integration. I think you have great sight. <laughs> I think you're right. And I feel it, it, it's only natural because I have expressed the desire to really know the support of each of these energies with each other and how they can support each other and mature together. Yeah, that's a beautiful insight. And I'm feeling it just kind of in this open space kind of inhabit me. And just bringing that in. And just honoring yeah. and being grateful for the work. The work of what goes into the beauty that that comes to us. Wow. Yeah. And there's also um it's, it's almost like your, your masculine side, this little boy that you're seeing is, has more of a balanced perspective, is able to, is able to see things from a more mature place and more evolved place, perhaps. I don't know if that's the right word yeah. I want to use, but what's interesting is that 
Yeah, because you spoke to you want you also in the beginning mentioned something about the desire to to go into your feminine or something about allowing your feminine energies more. So yeah. maybe this is like the the dominant side, so to speak, is your is your masculine side in this aspect. Mm. And perhaps it would be a good opportunity to offer support to the feminine. Can you see your little girl in that visual anywhere? Uh, as well yeah <laughs> and is that is she open to a hug from that that older boy self she is uh she somehow figured a way how to get from down from that um that space I, I, what are those things called i forget like greeneries like or whatever oh green okay or it could be yeah it could just be like a an overlook i know what what do you call it like it's like a farm thing, right? Yeah, that holds the grain and stuff like that. Oh, so yeah, uh -huh. um, I think greenery. And yeah, I somehow just I've climbed down and I can see from the boy's perspective me coming up, and he 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 offers his hand. We just hold hands. Oh, beautiful. Um, we hold hands and um, we're sharing that inside together like and i'm feeling interestingly enough like my hand is the boy holding the little girl and but at the same time i feel the girl holding the hand of the boy but inside this is so cool Inside each of them, I feel the energy of the other, the masculine or the feminine. So I am the boy holding her hand, but inside I feel the feminine. And mm -hmm. as the girl holding his hand, I, inside me, feel the boy. Mm. Yeah. And that's exactly what you were asking for, it sounds like. And what I'm seeing is an infinity symbol between like going through your hands and through the bodies. Finding mm -hmm. this golden infinity symbol to connect you and to offer wisdom to each other because she has wisdom for him just as much as he has wisdom for her. Mm, she does. And he sees the beauty of her. Oh, this is so sweet. Mm -hmm. He loves, he loves the tenderness of her. He loves that she wants to like pet chickens and call them names and, yes. and make up stories and dress them up and put a bonnet on the chicken if she could. Like he loves this about her. He loves her wanting to twirl with the leaves as they fall. He loves her delight in kittens and their softness and her wanting to be with soft things and, and, and her, her sensitivity helps him to hone in into his, for him to taste things more, for him to, see into things in a new way for him to try things that he normally wouldn't for him to play in a different way yeah and for her 
Now I'm going to be with her and see what. It's interesting because I'm, you know, I'm, and I'm kind of switching back between the two for her. What is he to her? He is a presence that says. It's a statement like, I'm feeling it. I'm hearing a helicopter go overhead, so I hope it doesn't get in it. (laughs) I'm, he's saying, it's a statement that presence is always here. You are always seen and known. You will never be lost that the work of my hands is here to help sustain you. That nothing is withheld from your beauty. Mm. That is what he says to me. Wow. And that you do not have to be me. I've always I will always want and need something to hold and to let go of as well and allow to bloom and be itself. And I am so grateful that I may be that for you. Yeah. Yeah. Just be with that. Just be with that. That's incredibly beautiful. And profound. Allow that into your body. Let that mm. sink in. Wow. How does that feel to receive that? I could feel a part of me resisted. It was. It was mm-hmm. like, how do I hold that? How do I know that? Like, I never expected to hear that. And then I just breathed and I allowed it in as just the simple truth. Yeah. This is the simple truth. And I don't need to do anything for it to be true. Mm -hmm. It is the simple truth. Can I invite you to take a few more deep breaths just to really let that sink in? (sighs) Allow the breath to let that just gently fall down like a leaf inside of you, relaxing every part of you, like water flowing through. One more deep inhale and exhale. And know that you are all of it. You are all of those pieces. And it is the union between those different aspects of yourself that becomes the unified divinity inside of you. Hello, all you fancy listeners. I'm interrupting this podcast to remind you of the many ways that you can show your support. The first way is that whenever I post, you can listen and then write a review or send a link to your friend saying how amazing this podcast is. 
The second way to show your support is you can monetarily show your support by subscribing or donating. Subscribers get beautiful benefits like special episodes, live event links, and specials on my services. For instance, this month and in through August, you will be getting a huge discount on any Akashic reading for whatever way you choose to show your support. I say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Now back to your awesome episode. Wow. That is awesome. I can feel that in my body. It's so good. Yeah. This energy, this, I mean, I can feel, especially in the back of my neck, this kind of back and forth of the energy and just like, oh, and kind of the stabilization that gets to occur. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be integrating over the coming hours, possibly days. Yeah. longer. This is actually quite a deep process that we dove into. And I'm so honored and delighted yeah. that you asked for this to receive this. That's amazing. Like me too. You, oh. you have quite an ability to go to these depths. And so, and you know, another thing I wanted to share is this actually reminds me a lot of what Tantra actually is all about. Mm-hmm is the union of Shiva and Shakti, which symbolize the inner masculine feminine. So basically, the non-duality comes from the inner alchemy of masculine feminine, or for better, you know, for different words, yin and yang energies inside of each of us. It is that divine union and marriage, that alchemy, that creates the non-dual, non-dual experience of life, that divine experience. Yeah. And uh, I feel like you just had a little bit of that experience from, yeah. from an inner child type of uh, integration. Yeah. And even now as I'm feeling it, I'm feeling into it and feeling this integration, I, I feel the little girl holding onto his hand still every once in a while. It's like, it's like, Oh, are you there? Yes, you're there. Oh yes. Okay. And I think that's so beautiful because that I can go back to that, you know, yeah, I can revisit that and be with it. And also I can re be with the masculine and what the feminine is to it because I can feel still some blocks with me being able to see what truly the feminine offers the masculine. Yes. Right. When you're afraid to ask for what you want, for example, yeah. you can remember like that masculine just wants to hold and also to free the Shakti energy, wants yeah. to be the container, the divine container for the full expression of Shakti energy. Yeah. That's something beautiful that I experienced in this class that I went to with you. Um, you know, when we got to make requests, um, there was one gentleman that I walked up to and what just came to me was like, I want to lean onto your chest and just rest and, you know, know that I'm, I'm held there, that there's a space for my heart to rest, you know, on you. And it was such a beautiful experience. I 
felt it and I was allowed, I allowed myself to cry and feel at peace and safe. It was a, a beautiful class. So I wanted to thank you for that and the beautiful experience that I had with that. Oh, this was beautiful. And I know integrating, of course, probably, you know, drinking a lot of water. When, when something like this yeah. occurs, do you have specific things that you suggest people do to help with the integration in their bodies? Yeah, definitely. And this is quite an unusual circumstance um, <laughs> that I've never quite found myself in. But what I do highly recommend is even though you're you're leading this podcast, it was a deep, very deep process, actually. And so whatever we do after the process is giving new information to the nervous system. Since we've just opened everything up, it's important that you offer some deep nourishment to your nervous system. So after this call, you know, going out and getting barefoot on the ground and just being in nature for a little while is super, super nice. Or, you know, making something really nice for yourself to eat this can be very nourishing, taking a hot bath or tea. So I definitely recommend just being with that instead of like jumping into mental activity or jumping in onto your phone and that type of thing. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is, if you were my client, I would also recommend checking in on the little boy and little girl and feeling that somatic connection of them holding hands, just like you mentioned already. Mm -hmm. so you're, you're super dialed in. You already know exactly how to do this. <laughs> you're like, I'm going to do that. So that is also something I would recommend to keep like momentum going with that somatic integration. Perfect. So I could several times during the day just sit down and kind of be with that be with them both and that connection and feel the shifts that are occurring and yeah and that would strengthen the integrate yeah. integration experience yeah i mean and this is this is something that i love because for me and what i do this is the this is the point where what i call soul play can really occur between mm -hmm. this little girl and this boy and the opportunities here are so great. You know, perhaps her even asking, asking for something that she wants, yes. and saying his response, or asking a question of what it is, you know, how he sees something, or him offering something to her. And so this is kind of the basis of what I call soul play and what I do. Mm -hmm. And I just think what an amazing gift this is, right? We think of our pain in so many ways and oftentimes we're like, do I have to deal with that? But like, this is gold. This is where the gold is when we go in and we're able to be with this and open to it. There's so much that's here for us to mm. own within ourselves um, and share with people. So I thank you. Rakaya for like leading me in this and facilitating and being a beautiful seer too because I know you can see certain things and you brought them out helped me become aware of them and see them in a new way and I just want to thank you so much for that. This is not what I expected to happen because I have a whole list of <laughs> questions. So maybe maybe they will have get to happen another time. 
um, uh-huh. and another day and just we can rest in the beauty of what this is and just share with people the beauty of what shadow work really can be, what mm. entering into these dark places really can be. And I don't feel more lost. I feel more found. I feel yeah. more Gwen. I feel more presence. I feel more here. And I think that can be a fear for some people. It's like, I don't want to go into that. I don't want to get lost. Well, I, I found myself really yeah. here. This mm-hmm. is me finding myself. So, man, in gratitude, I <laughs> I thank you. I'm like, I, I want to sing a song <laughs> for you, Rikaya. <laughs> um, um, but I want you to leave with maybe just a couple thoughts that you would wish to share with people and then um, how people can get in contact with you. And I think that would be thank a good, good parting, a good offering. And I just want to say, I love you. I love you too that was such a beautiful process to witness and be a part of and a few of the things a few of the words that you spoke that I want to reiterate because it just landed so beautifully for me where it was we can just rest in the beauty of the soul play Mm -hmm. we can just rest in the beauty of the soul play (laughs) That just feels so delightful to my system. So I wanted to reiterate those words that you said. Mm. Um, and yeah, thank you again for allowing this vulnerability and just allowing the spontaneity. And actually, you know, that's, that's what a childlike uh, being is all about is spontaneity and going with the flow of life. And I think that we are in a time and a place right now where things are so uncertain in the world. And we're literally creating a new paradigm with our every thought, word, and deed. And so we're relearning. And I think we get to all now get back to basics with what we get to relearn and remember. And a lot of it has to do with reclaiming our child self, just like you beautifully, you did so eloquently and reclaiming that our child self has this purity, but also a, a wisdom and an innocence and a playfulness and a the ability to ha- experience pleasure in ways that we have shut ourselves down to as we get older. So, you know, I really love and admire people who are, are willing to, to experience a little bit of the uncomfortable, if you want to call it shadow work. Sometimes it's just a bit uncomfortable before we can find that sense of relief and liberation. And I truly just want to help assist liberate people because I've done it to a large degree for myself. And um, it's incredibly soulful, soulfully rewarding to see other people that can go through that same process. Mm-hmm. And when we go through that, like ripping off the Band-Aid and we liberate ourselves, we do reclaim a sense of pleasure and passion and play. So mm. I will just wrap it up with those words that are flowing through me right now. Perfect. And as far as, um, yeah, as far as people reaching out to me, they can find me on the social media, Instagram and Facebook under Sacred Fire Mentoring, as well as my website, www.sacredfirementoring.com. Perfect. Well, I'll put that information too in the description below. And 
I just once again I, I want to thank you for your presence here and um for my guides and how they've actually been assisting and bringing us together and I wanted to say as you were finishing talking my I was crying there were there was something happening up here in my amygdala and it felt like it's interesting when you're doing this work sometimes it's like you can feel like parts of you are being squeezed and like things are like yeah. coming out of him you know re being released <laughs> and I literally felt it through my tears and I felt this inner presence saying you're doing well Gwen you know you're yeah. doing well you were been brave you're brave you're doing well you've been brave and we all get to stand up and be brave sometimes and um yeah and and enter into that beautiful experience that's waiting for us and yeah i am just <laughs> i'm ending this with a song i don't even know how it's gonna come out but i'm telling myself i get to drum for you for a minute if you don't mind just um uh letting me sing a song for you can I just respond real quick to the yeah. brave part of it? And I would absolutely love for you to sing a song for me. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I am in a collaboration with two other, you could call them shaman, medicine women, healers, uh, nervous system specialists. And we are creating a program to assist people to step up into their bravery step up into their courage because as I mentioned before we are literally stepping into a new paradigm I believe right now yes. a new reality and we are being called forward and called forward in our love and our bravery and our courage to really become true to ourselves and our soul calling in this life Mm -hmm. So we are creating an online program that will support people through the fears, through the resistances, through the unworthiness, through the jealousy, the comparison, all the, the stories, right, that can come up in yeah. our conditioned responses to help people through those blockages so that they can fully become the spiritual leader that they're here to be or the spiritual warrior, warrioress that yeah. they're here to be. So I just wanted to mention that real quick as well. Beautiful. I appreciate you bringing that up. And I think it's beautiful to hear of, of course, people coming together to do that. The power of three is amazing. I've experienced in my, it in my life and uh, really can create a container and an experience with high-end energetic resonance and be very, very powerful. So mm. yes, if anyone is interested in that, check it out. And I know you're aware, you know, I know that we get to be here in a whole new story. We get to step into mm. a whole new world. And I'm grateful that you expressed that. So I'm going to just leave with a little song. I don't know what's going to come out. I'm just going to drum and we'll do this. Okay. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah. Okay.
highest blessings and love. Thank you so much, Gwen. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Welcome to Channeling. I would love to hear your questions about channeling. Please contact me at GwenJuvenal.com. Hit the contact button and send me a note, and maybe I'll be answering your questions soon. Till the next episode of Welcome to Channeling. Own your stage and play on. Muffin Media. Hello, all you fancy listeners. I'm interrupting this podcast to remind you of the many ways that you can show your support. The first way is that whenever I post, you can listen and then write a review or send a link to your friend saying how amazing this podcast is. The second way to show your support is you can monetarily show your support by subscribing or donating. Subscribers get beautiful benefits like special episodes, live event links, and specials on my services. For whatever way you choose to show your support, I say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Now back to your awesome episode.